Hey, hey, you're listening to the Brown Girl Self-Care Podcast. My name is Bree Mitchell. I'm the host of the show as well as the founder of Brown Girl Self-Care. Brown Girl Self-Care is a platform for Black women who are looking to get to where the healing, abundance, joy, love, pockets of peace, all of those good things that are our birthright, where all of that resides, right? So um, today I want to talk about the fact that you do not have to cling to or take ownership of your parents slash family members' um, beliefs, hangups, insecurities, emotional maturity, etc., etc. Like, you do not have to take ownership of that. And I think somebody needs to hear this today or whenever you listen to this episode because I know for a fact because I've, I've lived this, that when we take ownership of someone else's ish, I'll just say that, I-S-H, someone else's ish, it tends to hold us down and it tends to hold us back. And as we continue moving towards freedom, as we continue moving towards liberation, um, and just resisting the narrative that says we, you know, aren't allowed to thrive. We have to let some of this stuff go in order to heal. We have to let go of some of this stuff in order to bloom. So I want to talk about that very, very briefly today. I um, have to ask for some grace today because real talk, your girl has a headache. <laughs> I made some, <laughs> some um, broccoli cheddar soup and I don't know if I put a little too much salt in it or something but yeah your girl has a headache but I promise you I if I really 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 felt bad like I would not have recorded this episode today I honestly enjoy for the most part coming here and dropping an episode every Monday something I've been thinking about and I'm gonna go off topic just a little bit um because I'm kind of flowing today um but something that I've been thinking about is this, the fact that when I speak, opportunities happen. When I operate in my gift, which for a very long time, I even refuse to call what I do a gift. I refuse to acknowledge that what I do, which is, you know, podcast, speak, right? I, I refused for a very long time to even say that I, I had something special about me and, and a part of it is this, what I do. It took a very long time. And it wasn't because I was like, oh, I want to be humble, which I, you know, that's another conversation for another time. But it, it wasn't that. It was because I honestly did not feel like a million percent or a hundred percent that this really was a gift that I was supposed to walk walk out. You know what I mean? I felt for a very long time that God, um, like everybody had their assignment. Everybody knew what they were doing or knows what they're doing. Everybody's got it on point. They're walking in their gifts. They're operating in their gifts. They're flowing in their gifts. Opportunities and, and, and things are, 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 are opening up for them. Doors are opening. Windows are opening up for them. Like all these amazing, beautiful things. And I was just like, oh, but that'll never be me. That'll never happen to me. That's not for me. I'm not good enough for that. I can't do that. 
You know what I'm saying? Does any can, does that resonate with you? Just having that gift that you you don't think that it's enough. You don't think that that gift is big enough. I'm here to tell you, like, all gifts don't have to be, like, this big, major, you know what I'm saying? Like, just imagine Christmas time, and I don't even really know where I'm going with this. We're going to see, because I'm flowing. So Christmas time, and there's two boxes under the Christmas tree. One for you, and one for, I don't know, let's say your sister or I don't know someone else in your family your whomever just they're not they're, both of the gifts are just not for you one is for someone else and one is for you and in or under the Christmas tree there are the two boxes one is really big really big box and one is super teeny tiny right and that super teeny tiny box is yours okay the whole time you're sitting there and you're just like damn so and so got this it has to be an amazing gift. Look how big this box is. This box is huge. This gift must be super valuable. I never get good stuff. Like just all this negative, right? Speaking all these negative words over your life, over yourself, okay? On top of that, being envious of, of what other, like looking at other what other people have or what other people do and saying, oh my God, I, I'll never have that. And why do they get that? Like just doing all that kind of stuff, right? So pers the person goes and opens that big box, and guess what? Most of it is filled with air, <laughs> okay? You know how uh, Amazon be shipping stuff, and the box be like 75% air, and then it'd be like one little thing inside that big box? That's their box, right? But when you open your box, it is a beautiful diamond ring. You know how small those boxes are, right? Okay, so I know I just made that up on the fly, but what my point is like, and this is not to throw shade on anyone with the big box, like that wasn't the point of my little scenario. I just wanted to try to make a point. Like, it doesn't matter what size your gift is, okay? I feel like the more and more I kind of grow into what I'm doing, doesn't matter the size of the gift. I think what matters more is what you choose to do with it and how you choose to show up how you choose to walk it out, how you choose to trust that things are going to line up in the way that they need to line up for you, right? More so than having this big, because you can have this big, ginormous, amazing gift and not even really use it, not even know how to use it, not, not, not even know how to, you know, hone your gift, so I feel like it, it it makes more sense for me anyway as I continue just going down this path to not really worry about um, anymore, I should say, that I like I, there was so much doubt in my mind, like, oh, I don't know if this is it. I don't know if this is my gift. I don't know if this is, you know, just so much, so much resistance, I guess, and questioning of what I had in front of me. Does that make sense? Like, I feel like now I'm really starting to get it. Like, things are starting to click <laughs> that this is something that God instilled in me. And it's never going to be perfect, 
but I need to make sure that I am using it consistently. Remember how I talked about a several, maybe like in the last podcast episode or a couple of episodes ago, I was talking about how like self-care is a practice. I think that was an episode that I did, or maybe I posted it on Instagram. I'm not sure, but self-care is a practice. Same thing, like using your gift, using, using the, the, the skills you have or the gifts that you have, like it comes down to practice because again, you can have this thing, like just imagine, like if you've gone back and listened to previous episodes that I've done, and I always say, please don't go back and listen to them episodes <laughs> because they're trash, honestly. Um, but I say that to say like, there's been so much growth in the last two or three years since I've been doing this. I'm more comfortable now speaking in, on a mic into a microphone. I am more confident in the way that I speak. Um, as long as I don't have, like, if it's video, that's a whole nother conversation. If it's me speaking on stage, which I have not done before, um, that is a whole nother conversation. But it's okay. Just like baby step in my way, continuing to use this gift that clearly God has enabled me with. And there's nothing special about me. We all have gifts, sis. We all have talents. So I'm hoping that in 2023 and beyond, you stop questioning like, you don't question. When someone gives you a gift, you don't question it, right? And be like, oh, are you sure you want to give this to me? Because, you know, I don't think I'm good enough to have this. Like, how many times have we done that? Like, someone gives you this amazing, generous gift, and we counter it because we don't feel like we're worthy of it, or we don't feel like we're good enough for it. And we counter it, and we're like, oh, I don't think that's for me. Oh, I don't think I can have that. Like, no, I want you to walk that gift out like step into it fully okay take ownership of it claim that gift that thing you 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 keep putting to the side I want you to claim it in 2023 and start to practice with it hone your craft hone your gift because as I'm realizing just because it is a gift doesn't mean that it does not have to, like, doesn't mean that you don't, how can I say this? It doesn't, just because it's a gift, you know, doesn't mean that you don't have to, like, take action with that gift or put some work into that gift, okay? Because there's still a bolstering that needs to happen. There's still a um, a strengthening that needs to take place. And that happens when you consistently are operating in that gift. That's how I feel. I'm not saying that I'm an expert in any of this. This is just things that occur to me as I, you know, continue to do what I do. And I'm telling you this because I know there are a lot of you listening to this podcast that listen to the Brown Girl, blah, 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 excuse me, take two, Brown Girl Self-Care Podcast. <laughs> I'm not deleting that, by the way. Um, but I know that there's a lot of you that you got something. There's something about you. There's something about you. There's something that is in you that needs to be shared. And I just feel compelled to keep talking about this for some reason. I don't know. I don't, there must be a lot of hard heads on the other end of this microphone, including myself. <laughs> but um, we need to continue operating in our gifts because that's going to continue to open different doors to you okay so I just want to encourage you you may think that thing is like oh that's not a big deal girl if people are coming to you saying girl that cake was amazing or girl um 
can you please do my hair because the way you do hair is absolutely incredible or um you know what you have a really good eye for organization because it only took you 30 minutes to get this space tight clean and it would have taken me like five days you know what I'm saying like these things that were kind of like blowing off as like oh that's not even a big deal like it doesn't have to be a big deal and I think that's where we kind of get it wrong sometimes. Like, I used to think that I was going to have this gift that I, I thought my gift, I, I, I thought it was like kind of like when you think about a superhero. Like, I was just like under the impression that my gift was going to be like, like I said, this really huge, phenomenal, outstanding, like, oh my God, the world's going to take notice. I'm going to be a superstar. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I, but that, that's just sometimes our gifts are so subtle. Sometimes our gifts are so quiet. Like you really need to be in tune with God. You really need to be in tune with yourself because we need to have that self-awareness that will help us to understand what we really have. A lot of us are like jamming on the one. Yeah, I took it back old school. I'm sorry. A lot of us are jamming on the one. But because we are so scattered, because we are just um, not believing that we have anything of value, that gift just continues to be ignored, okay? That gift continues to just be hid away. I promise you, you're a world changer, Okay? And being a world changer, again, it doesn't even mean that you need to be like some Marvel superhero. You don't need to be the next Iron Man. I love Iron Man, by the way. That's why I said Iron Man. I'm going to keep saying Iron Man. <laughs> you don't need to be the next Iron Man, okay? You don't. Sometimes the gifts that we, the, that we operate in, like, doesn't have to always be this huge, big thing to make a difference in our lives and in the lives of others. It really doesn't. So I don't want you to continue to take your gifts for granted. Your gifts could be the fact that you always have a kind word for somebody. You might feel like that is so stupid, that is so small, that is whatever. Girl, you can say one thing to the right person and the next thing you know, something, something has changed because you, you were someone that saw the humanity in someone else. May not be like a big deal to you or in your eyes, but you never know how your gift and, and you walking out that gift can change the right person. And it just is a chain, or not a chain ball, a snowball effect. Sometimes we never even know the effect that we have on people when we use our gifts, right? Because we do it not because it's like a pat on the back, to, to get a pat on the back or like a big hurrah or hip hip hooray, I don't think that's how it necessarily works. Some people do get that. I mean, clearly, I said before in a podcast episode that I, I wanted to be able to have this voice, honey. Give me the voice of Nippy, Whitty, uh, um, Beyonce, uh, Adele, uh, Regina Bell. Like, I, I want this voice. Just give it to me, God. So I can get my, so I can go out there and just blow these people away on the stage. <laughs> I promise you. 
I really wanted to be able to sing so bad because I just saw myself on stages just singing and da 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 da. Girl, bye. God was like, girl, sit down somewhere and use your voice in a different way, the way that I have um, in mind for you. Okay. So, man, I I promise you, I didn't mean to really talk about that the way that I did, and for as long as I did. But one thing that I'm really leaning into in 2023 is just being more intuitive with and just going with the flow and wherever the, I guess, spirit kind of leads me to go, that's the direction that I'm going to go in. So um, I want to get into today's episode and it's not going to be very long because again, your girl got a little bit of a headache. But before I get into today's episode, I do want to say thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um... You guys are really just showing your girl some love on iTunes where you can leave a five-star rating and review. And I want to go ahead and I wish that I could shout out every single person that has left a review for the Brown Girl Self-Care Podcast. Um, Unfortunately, I just, I can't do that, (laughs) even though I wish that I could. So that's why I try to um, just randomly grab a, uh, a review that I see. So let me just get my phone really quickly. I should have had this prepared, I guess, but you know how I am. And I just want to grab a review and shout someone out. While I'm pulling this information up, let me tell you what I did for self-care in the last few days. I love to share that because hopefully it inspires you to continue prioritizing yourself. Um, Different things that I did, but one thing that quickly comes to mind is just, you know how sometimes we try to go cheap on stuff? Sometimes we try to go, we not try to go cheap, but we do go cheap on stuff. And we're like, you know, it's just not worth it. Or um, I can do it myself. Girl, girl, I'm going to need you to stop thinking that you can do. Or let me back up. Because let's say you can do everything yourself. Let's just say that's a possibility. Just because you can doesn't mean that you have to. Just because you can doesn't mean that you always should. Sometimes we have to be okay with letting someone help us. Sometimes we have to be okay with allowing other people to operate in their gifts, coincidentally, and do things for us and or um on our behalf. So I wasn't even in I didn't even I didn't even see how that lined up, but I'm gonna tell you what I did for self-care. Um, so maybe like two weeks ago, and I don't even know why, (laughs) why I did this at all whatsoever, but maybe about two weeks ago, I walked myself up into the nail salon and I let them apply acrylic nails to my nails. Now I pride myself on being, um, natural-ish. Doesn't mean that everything is just like you know, 100% natural and everything is 100% pure and, uh, you know, all that kind of stuff. But I'm, I'm, I would say I'm leaning more towards natural-ish, okay? So I have natural hair. I typically don't wear nails anymore, even though I did back in the day. Um, I try to be mindful about, like, for example, the lotions that I put on my body, which is usually cocoa, like this cocoa butter stuff and 
you know, different things like that. Um, doesn't mean I always get everything right. And it doesn't mean that I always, you know, do every single thing, quote unquote, natural. But I try to be very intentional when I can. And I try to be very mindful. Anyway, going back to the nails. So your girl walked into a nail salon and got fake nails like two weeks ago because I was like, I want pretty hands. I want pretty hands. <laughs> And like, that's, that's a big thing for me. Like, like for me, self-care includes, I got to have pretty hands. I got to have pretty hands. So I went into the nail salon, got my nails done, had a a short, it was like a short almond, what's it like almond shape set. It was short. And you know, I was honestly happy for like that two week period. Oops, sorry, y'all. My serious doing something weird because my phone is doing something weird. So I'm going to turn it off for a moment. Um, anyway, so I went in there, got my nails done. You couldn't tell me nothing, girl. You couldn't tell me nothing, honey. Cause I just knew I was popping. I mean, I'm like waving my hands around in the nail salon. I'm getting in the car. I'm taking a little picture and just, you know, cause I was happy. It's okay to be happy. It's okay to be happy and do things that really just light you up. And I knew that it was going to be a risk doing this because I'm the kind of person, like, I don't like to do things for long. For example, I haven't gotten my hair braided. It's been years because once I get my hair braided, it's like a week later, I'm like, I don't want this. <laughs> I'm like, I, I, I don't want this no more because I, I need to have access to, to fondle my strands and my scalp and all that stuff. So I'm like, I, I don't want this no more. So I'm the, I'm the girl that would pay, you know, 150 bucks to get her hair braided. And then like two weeks later, you're like, well, what happened to her braids? They gone. Ain't no more. Ain't no more braids. So I knew that it was a risk getting these nails, but I, I did for the two weeks that I had them. I absolutely enjoyed them. I enjoyed them a hundred percent. And if it's, and it's like, it's okay. I had to remind myself that it's okay to have nice things. It's okay to prioritize yourself in ways that you feel happy. And it's also okay to know that you're only going to do something for a certain amount of time. Like I used to be so rigid and it's something that I still um, struggle with. I used to be so rigid and like, oh no, it has to be like this and it has to be like this and it has to do this. Like everything was very like rigid and black and white. And I don't know, that's just, that's just something that I am trying my best to, um, be better at and do better at and heal and heal from that that mindset that says it has to be this way or it's not right it's bad you know what I mean so um anyway very long story short I thoroughly enjoyed the nails for two weeks and then I was done I was like I, I'm I'm done with this I, I I've enjoyed the nails I do not need to have these nails anymore so I went into the shop Recently, two weeks later, <laughs> mind you, after you, how much is a nail set? I think I paid with tip maybe like $45. Um, but I marched myself back in there and I asked them to remove the nails. Now, I could have just removed them myself. And this is where the self-care part really comes in. I could have removed the nails myself because I'm like, oh, it costs like maybe $10 to remove the nails. Like sometimes in my mind, I really am like, oh, I have to be super cheap, right? That's one of, that's like part of my conditioning in, in some things like, oh, I have to be super cheap. 
I have to save the most amount of money. I have to do what I can to penny pinch like every single, you know what I'm saying? Does anybody have that kind of mindset that you're healing from? So I have that mindset in some things. And then in other things, it's amazing. Like I will go out and just be like, oh, I'm going to get a new car. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's like make it make sense. Make it make sense. Anyway, I promise we're getting there. So I was like, oh, I don't have to go in, but I'm so glad that I did, y'all. It's okay to spend a little extra money on yourself. I promise you. Because when I went in there, because at first I was, I was going to take the nails off at home and just figure it out. And I, I don't know how to do manicures. I don't know how to do that. And even if I did, it's like, bruh, no. Went in there. The gentleman that took off my nails, he was so gentle. So gentle. Because if you've ever had nails, you know, like back in the day when I was younger, like when I would go and get like a new set, they would just kind of like not rip the nails off, but they were, they were, they were so rough. And I didn't have the confidence and I didn't respect myself enough to say, Hey, you're going to have to treat me better than this. You're not going, what you're not going to do is rip through trying to rush so you can get to the next, like, we're not doing this. Like I didn't really, I wasn't comfortable standing up for myself in that way. Right. So that's also something like I've really been working with or working on just speaking up for myself, opening up, opening up my mouth more, saying when I don't like something, speaking my mind, even if it goes against like the group or the grain. You know what I'm saying? Like that's something that's that's part of the intentional work that I am doing, because that for me is just further cementing and confirming that I'm valuable and that I value myself and I respect myself. Okay. Um. But anyway, he was so gentle. He was so gentle, y'all. He did not. I mean, I cannot tell you how gentle he was. Not because I asked him to. Like he, that that's just what it was. So it was the best $10 I could have spent. Someone was doing a service for me. And he did it with such grace and gentleness. Like I know it sounds like I'm exaggerating, but I promise you I'm not. And so then I got a manicure. After that, and the lady came, um, because they switched me to someone else, and she, she started doing like, now, you know, when you take off nails, sometimes if your nails feel like like a little sensitive, obviously, because it's, you've had something covering your nails for however long, for me, it was only two weeks, thankfully, and on top of that, then you've had that thing removed, so now your nails are like, ah, you know what I mean? Um, So she started filing, or or working on my cuticles, and she kind of hurt me a little bit, because my hands were sensitive, and I was like, I, I, I forget what I said, but she was like, oh, and I said, yeah, my hands are sensitive right now. Can you be a little a little more gentle? I need you to be a little more gentle, please. And she was. She was. The rest of the manicure was gentle because I spoke up for myself. And that was that. In my mind, I used to always think that speaking up for myself or asking for someone to do something for me, it was bad. It was a problem. And so as an adult or like when I was in my 20s, 30s or whatever, I I didn't want to like ask for anything. I didn't I didn't want to make a big deal about stuff. I would just kind of like grin and bear it or suffer through it. Ha ha ha. You know what I mean? Um, But I'm not I don't do that anymore. I still sometimes have like missteps. You know what I'm saying? But generally speaking, I'm really doing my best to be intentional about speaking up for myself and not just allowing any old thing to happen to me or just, you know what I'm trying to say? And I know that sounds really silly, like, 
using the nail salon as an experience, but I'm telling you, sometimes you got to like baby step your way. Like if this is a problem that you've had, like if you were conditioned to just accept any old thing, or if you did try to question something, you were berated or yelled at, or maybe even spanked or violated in some way or, or treated very harshly or punished, it's hard for you to speak up for yourself. Especially if you've experienced that time after time. Like if you're, you're the people that are around you, the adults are around you, like if you are made to feel bad about like speaking up for yourself or or saying no to something that it isn't in alignment with what you you want to experience like it, it's hard to break those patterns it's hard to break those patterns so now at every opportunity I do try to speak up for myself and when you start to do that your voice like you get stronger and stronger it's like a muscle you just have to practice it you have to practice it um so now I'm sitting here looking at my nails. They're so cute. Okay, I, I, my nails are cute. My hands are not in pain. It was a great experience. Um, even got some green nail polish, y'all. I ain't worn green nail polish in a minute, but um, I'm just, I'm just happy. I'm just very, very happy. So that is what I did for self-care. There was a lot going on in that. Hopefully you picked up the little nuggets there, but I guess just to confirm or reiterate, a part of it is, again, it's okay to um, allow people to do things for you, um, especially when those people are operating in their gifts, man. It's going to go right when they're operating in their gifts versus when you try to do it. We're not gifted at every single thing, and you don't have to know how to do everything, every single thing. And even if you did, sis, like, it's okay to dip into your purse and splurge a little bit if it's going to make the experience that much nicer because we deserve that. We deserve to experience luxury and niceness and gentleness and um, just getting what we like. You know what I'm saying? So that is what I did for self-care. Um, okay, so my phone is back up and I'm just gonna read the most recent review. And the person's handle is EG. I318, if I'm not mistaken, I don't have my glasses on. And this person writes, I started listening to this podcast during a hard time in my life. Wedding planning. I had nowhere to turn and no one to turn to and felt like the walls were closing in. Ooh, girl. Um, my daily schedule was gym, work, wedding, plan, repeat. And I started going to the gym before work because work was so drain draining and toxic for me to get up and go after. I have a long commute to work and just needed some positive vibes, thoughts, and words. When I opened my Apple Podcast app, I was so grateful once I listened to your podcast. The fact that you post every Monday gets my week off to a great start that I need. Thank you so much for putting those self-care tips in my brain. These are the same tips I let wedding planning take away from myself and my husband or tips I never had before planning a wedding. We are happily married since September Went on our honeymoon in the Dominican Republic and are on our way to the Bahamas for our next vacation in May. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> Y'all didn't see the little booty twerk that I did in my chair. I wish, listen, I can't dance, but I, I like to pretend that I can, but I can do a mean like little groove in a chair, okay? Just hook me up with a chair. I'm your girl, but I'm so excited for you. Congratulations on your wedding. Um, and oh man, the Bahamas, that's going to be so amazing. But thank you for leaving this review. I really, really, really appreciate it. I appreciate you taking the time to let us just know that, you know, you're, you're vibing with me. That means a lot. 
Okay. So, um, man, I just really be talking, y'all. Let me go ahead and take a break right here, and then we're going to get into today's episode. It's okay to be skeptical and to question things that don't quite sound true. Like the time that I was dating someone that was trying to earn cool points, so told me he liked every single TV show that I did, but then couldn't tell me any of the names of the characters on these shows he claimed to love. Like, seriously? If something seems too good to be true, do some digging before you invest your time, energy, or money. This is why when it comes to my health, I use Ritual because they know that every good skeptic deserves a multivitamin that exceeds our high standards. Their clinically backed essential for women 18 plus multivitamin has high quality traceable key ingredients in clean bioavailable forms. These multivitamins are gentle on my stomach and are so easy for me to take. It's crucial that I trust what I'm putting into my body, so I love that Rituals Essential for Women is USP verified, which is a huge deal. No more shady business. Rituals Essential for Women 18 Plus is a multivitamin you can actually trust. Get 25% off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com forward slash self-care. Start Ritual or add Essential for Women 18 Plus to your subscription today. That's ritual.com forward slash self-care for 25% off. Okay, so what do Gail Anderson, Oprah Winfrey, and Big Boy have in common? These are three people in media who back in the day showed me that my dreams were possible. These visionaries paved the way for me to take a huge chance on myself by sharing my voice in the podcasting space. Black representation in media didn't happen by chance. We had to fight for the right to be heard, to be seen, to share our stories, and to take up space. Imagine if you could have some of the power, richness, and depth of the Black experience in one curated space. You can. The next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, and empowerment, as well as perspective of the culture in real time. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be Black today, told from a unique Black perspective. Conversations ranging from Abbott Elementary to mental health to Tracy Ellis Ross, there is no limit to the range you will find on Black Stories, Black Truths. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, wherever you get podcasts. Your girl is a homebody, so one of the best parts of the day for me is when I can come home, put on my comfy pajamas, get snuggled up on the couch, and enjoy something to drink while catching up on a TV show. The thing is, though, that I don't want to drink wine all the time because, though I love it, I'm no longer a huge wine drinker like I was back in the day. I have morning headaches and even inflammation to thank for that. So to help fill that gap, I've been enjoying Recess Mood as a guilt-free way to unwind. Recess Mood really is a vibe, y'all. There are only 20 calories per serving, no added sugar, and it's infused with stuff I like, including mood-lifting magnesium and stress-balancing adaptogens, which really helps me to relax after a high-energy day. Recess Mood has four delicious flavors to choose from. My personal fave is Strawberry Rose. If one of your goals in 2024 is to drink less alcohol this is the way give recess mood a try today and see how relaxed it helps you feel you deserve a healthier way to unwind head to takearecess.com forward slash self-care and get 15 percent off recess mood your go-to alcohol replacement all right y'all i am back so you know <laughs> i don't have notes And 
I'm just flowing and I didn't intend for the first part of the podcast to be that long. But I promise you, I, I'm really doing my best. We're talking about operating your gifts. I'm really trying to just let the flow just take me and and because I used to think that I had to be perfect, even on the podcast, which clearly I'm not. Um but I, I feel like I'm being called to just go a little deeper and open up a little bit more and to trust my like trust in myself and trust that my gifts will not fail me and so I've just been like speaking from the heart more and more uh really in the last few months but more and more you know more and more and more nowadays um so you know I don't really know what that means for the podcast but I I do know that (laughs) um you know, I I don't know how long these episodes are going to be anymore. I, I really, really don't. So all that to say, like, I didn't have a lot planned when I wanted to talk about, like, not taking ownership of, you know, other people's insecurities and hangups and things like that. But let's go ahead and get into it. So, um, again, you don't use this podcast as a reminder that you do not have to take ownership of anyone's insecurities, anyone's hangups, anyone's beliefs. Um, or their tendencies, or the fact that they are not emotionally mature. I have dealt with people that are not emotionally mature. And, I mean, it's hard. I myself have not been emotionally mature. And that's affected a lot of, of my relationships and things like that. I was just telling someone how when it comes to relationships... Like, I didn't even really know how to be in a good relationship. I didn't know what that looked like. I didn't know what it felt like. I, and when things kind of like went south, I would just like cut ties and run. So I know for a fact that I was not emotionally mature for a very long time. Um, let's talk about what being emotionally mature really means. Um, to me, being I want to say mentally mature too, but maybe that's another um, thing. But to be emotionally mature, it just means that you have, to me, like that that self-awareness. And you're mindful of that. You're mindful and you have that self-awareness. Um, I, I can't sit up here and say that I'm like the expert at this, but I do know that when it comes to me, whereas I used to, um, like blame other people for every problem that I had. Like I, I, I don't really do that anymore. Um, I'm okay with saying that I don't know and I'm not embarrassed or ashamed to say when I don't know something. Um, I'm always looking to like grow and, and stretch and, and, and learn and things like that. So that is one sign that I'm emotionally mature or emotionally maturing, I should say. Um, also, I don't get like razzle dazzled <laughs> or wild up um, at every little thing anymore. I think that that's like one of the biggest things. Um, and then this other thing that I'm going to talk about, but I think that's one of the bigger things is like when I was growing up dealing with people that were not emotionally mature, like meant that I was getting snapped on a lot 
You know what I mean? Um, and so when I got older, I'm not using it as an excuse, but, you know, the apple doesn't fall far from the family tree, you know? Um, I would do that, too. I would do that, too. And so a part of my healing journey has looked like me being able to regulate <laughs> my emotions and, and, and understand my emotions and where they come from. Um, that's been really, really big. And then also something that I feel kind of lends itself to being uh, more emotionally mature is that people can come to me and know that I'm not going to to harm them, or at least not intentionally. And if I feel like I do, I'll go back and apologize. But people can come to me with things now, and we can we can have a conversation about it. And I'm not, like, pointing my finger at them and saying, you, 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 and, you know, all those things. Like, I, I the things that I used to do, like, I, I don't do those things anymore. And it takes it takes time. It really takes time and self-awareness. And also, for me, it definitely takes or and or took um, modes of, like, therapy. So, obviously, speaking to someone in person or not, I mean, you know what I mean when I say in person, like an actual person for therapy, that definitely has helped me in the past and it helps me now um, because I do see a therapist on a semi-regular basis, I guess I should say. Um, but also, just, like, getting my journal out and bringing it all to the journal. Nothing's off off limits. Nothing is off limits because that for me helps me to be more self-aware. Um, and then also just like loving myself more, loving myself more and just learning more about the emotions that I do have and, and what's like, what are those emotions rooted in. It definitely takes time. One thing that I have noticed is that it has helped me to just, speaking of like my gifts, which to me, I believe one of my, my gift is being able to speak, at least for the podcast. <laughs> Don't get me on nobody's stage, y'all. <laughs> but um, it has helped me to um, just be able to communicate in a, in a way where I can connect with people. I feel like I'm able to connect with people really, really well when I'm, I guess, quote unquote, in the zone. So that for me kind of like wraps up. That is not an end all be all, by the way, uh, when it comes to like maturity and, and mental maturity and emotional maturity. But all that to say, like it, it took it took a long time, y'all. I'm going to be 48. <laughs> I'm going to be 48 years old this year. I know I don't look like it. I know I still look like I'm in my 30s and like I can just drop it like it's hot. And you know what I'm saying? I, I know, girl, you got to tell me. I know. I know. I know. I know. But <laughs> real talk, like it has taken me a very long time to get even to this place. It has taken me a very long time to get to the place where I can honestly say like I am fully aware, not only aware, but actually like walking this out, not just saying that I know it, but I am fully aware. Plus my lifestyle is, is embodying this fact that I don't have to take ownership. Like I don't, I don't have to take ownership of other people's shit. Excuse my French. Like I, I really, really don't. Um, you know, when we were kids and if 
let's say for example, um, your parent is like, um, you know what? I hate, uh, I don't know. I don't even know. I hate, um, trying to think of something really, really quickly. I don't even know. I, I hate this thing. How about this? I, I'll just keep it general. I hate this thing or this type of person. And so you start to hate that thing or that type of person because at least for some of us, we, we, we want to please the adults in our life or those people that are important to us. So we take on their beliefs, their beliefs and their thoughts become our beliefs and our thoughts, just like racism, right? We're not born or babies are not born having preconceived thoughts about other people. They're freaking babies, right? But these babies or babies are like, they're sponges. Little kids are like sponges. We're all like sponges. We're constantly growing and learning about the world through our eyes and through the, through the eyes of others and things like that. Like we're constantly shifting and, and growing. Um, but if you have someone that thinks a certain way, more often than not, that child that's brought up in that household, they're going to think that way. They're going to feel that way. They're going to believe the world is any way that you shape it in their eyes. They're going to believe based on your words, your fears, your thoughts, your actions. You know what I'm saying? That's going to shape how they see the world. That's going to shape how they see themselves. If you, for example, constantly tell your child they're ugly, they're stupid, they're not going to amount to anything. Can you imagine? That breaks my heart. I literally right now just feel like I want to cry just even saying that. I'm not even BSing. That is like so, so harsh. That is so harsh. Um, but Imagine a parent saying those things to their child. We're going to, of course, take ownership of that. We're going to take those thoughts as our own. We're going to take those beliefs as, as our own. Anything that your parents might have been insecure about, you probably had those insecurities at some point as well, right? If your mom said that she was, oh, my God, I'm just so fat. I'm too fat. Nobody's going to love me. Do you think that you left having this this really healthy sense of self automatically? Or do you think that you were like, oh God, I better start dieting. I don't want to get fat. I better start exercising two hours every day. I don't want to be fat. I want people to love me. You know what I'm saying? Um, so that's what I mean like by insecurities or, or hangups. Like someone not liking a certain group because of either their lifestyle or um, the color of their skin or... Um, like maybe if you came from wealth and you were told that poor people are, are raggedy, poor people are trash, poor people are, um, unimportant, poor people are not worthy of us. Like they're beneath us. You know what I'm saying? Like whatever those type of beliefs are, you, you, you were raised in that, 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 that becomes a part of your DNA. If that makes any sense. Right. But it took a long time for me to understand, like, it was like a light bulb went off. And I'm like, hey, I don't really feel that way about X, Y, Z. I don't really think that's my truth. Or also some things I think is, well, maybe it's my truth, but I'm not sure. And I want to explore that further. I want to dig into that, into that further. I want to make sure that the things that I believe are really things that I believe, we have years and years and years and years of thoughts and beliefs and hangups like 
kind of being interwoven into our foundation, right? Um, but just because that's true, and, and I realize that a lot of the things that we experience, like from our parents or the adults in our lives, our family members, or things like that, is because typically um, those people were also harmed. Those people were also brought up with toxic beliefs. Those people were doing the best that they could to make sure that their offspring, you know, you and I, like we survived. Um, so, for example, maybe your dad had a, ha- a hang-up or a belief that you couldn't date, for example, until you were 21 because deep down he had a fear that you might have been violated or, you know, something bad was going to happen to you, right? Does that make sense? Um, but we have to get to a place where, especially as we are blooming, like you can't bloom with old stuff like holding you down. You have to bloom from good soil in order to bear good fruit. And our soil is, is it's got some stuff in there, y'all. Some stuff in there that could hold you back, keep you stuck, um, or feeling like you're not good enough to even bloom or move forward, if that makes sense. There's just a whole bunch of stuff going on. And, you know, the the more I become aware of just different things, the more it causes me or allows me to think. And that's been something that I've been thinking about. Like, where do these beliefs come from? And you, I specifically remember, like, when I was a kid, when I'm trying to say this delicately, when I was a kid, like one thing that was a hang up that I, I just kind of latched onto was like if my parent was in this space of chaos, right? Because they probably had gone through like a lot of stuff, they had a lot on their mind, um, and they were most likely feeling very frazzled and overwhelmed, right? And it's like sometimes it's just like one thing that will break the camel's back, right? And let's say that parent loses something. Like, let's say they lost their keys. So that parent gets up and they're frantically looking for the keys and they're yelling and they're cussing and and doing things like that. But I would just be, let's say I was reading a book. Maybe I'm 10 years old or 11 and I'm just, I'm reading a book. I I might hear kind of like what's going on in the other room, for example, but I'm not worried about that because I didn't lose the keys. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? So I'm just like, for example, just reading the book or things like that. Um, And then that parent might be like, you know, get your A in here and help me find these effing keys. Da, 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 da. You are so lazy. I can't believe you, 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 you don't hear me trying to find the keys, for example. Um, you're just going to sit there. Da, 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 da. There's something wrong with you. You need to be, you need to just, you know, be helping and da, 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 da. like just really just going off on you over some keys. And it's really not even about the keys. We know that. But that's, I guess, another podcast episode for another day. It's not even about the keys. It's what it's about what the keys might represent for that person. Anyway, um, now you're nine or ten. How old did I say? Nine, ten, eleven. However old you are, like you're taking that in. You're taking that person's hangups as facts. You're taking that person's beliefs as facts. You're taking that person's tendencies to lash out or to just exist in chaos more often than not. Um, 
Like you're taking all that in and you're making it like about you and who you are. And we've operated in that space for so long, some of us, we really have. And I really just want to encourage you to take a step back and 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 learn to separate yourself like what really is you versus what what did your mindset your your the mindset that you developed say was you when really it's not that makes sense some of us don't even really know who we are because we've just taken everything that's been thrown at us and said about us as fact as truth I want you to learn how to separate yourself from that so that you can heal and bloom, okay? I want you to understand and, and, and invite more awareness into your life so that you can do that, so that you can separate yourself from that because everything that was spoken over you, everything that was said about you, the circumstances that you were raised in, like all of those things that shaped your mindset and your beliefs, that, that all isn't facts. It was just made to be facts so that we could survive. We had to accept a lot, right, as kids. At least I know that I did. We had to be accepting of a whole lot because that was just a part of our survival. But you don't have to be in survival mode anymore. And you are allowed to rethink and reimagine your life and who you are pre- presently and in the future. You don't have to take ownership of those things that the people that were entrusted with us said about you or said to you or caused you to feel some kind of way about yourself or their beliefs that now that you're getting older and you 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 have a better understanding, you just realize that might be their beliefs, but that for damn sure ain't my beliefs. And I don't have to believe what someone else says just because they want me to or just because they want to control my life, right? You're not a kid anymore. You're not a kid anymore. So we need to learn how to shake off those those tendencies and those insecurities and, and beliefs and, and, and all those things that, that we're not... They're not ours to claim anymore. They're just not. I remember one time I had a conversation with my mom. And I'm not going to even, I don't even really want to go into it. But I will say that I called her one day. And I told her, because there is this certain type of person that she really, like, it. she just does not like. And I remember, I remember we were talking one day, and I told her, you know what? That person that you don't like, I'm not going to feel that way anymore about that person. Because when I was feeling that way about that person, it was leading me to hate that person. And I don't have any space in my heart for hate anymore. Like, I, I don't. I don't have space in my heart anymore for hate. Like, I I just can't. I can't. (laughs) I just can't. And so I said, I know that you feel that way about that person. But I, 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 I no longer feel that way. 
I no longer feel that way and I am no longer in agreement with you on that person or a person that does the things that she doesn't like. And that was such a freeing conversation for me to be able to stand in my truth regardless of how she felt about it. And she was totally, <laughs> and here's the thing, a lot of times we tell ourselves story like, oh God, this person's going to be mad. I wasn't even thinking about that. But I'm just saying, sometimes we do. And she was just like, oh, yeah, for sure. You know what I'm saying? I get it. And it didn't even matter what her response was. Even though her response was gracious, it, it didn't matter. What really mattered was the fact that I stood in my own truth. I stood in my own power. And, and I said, I'm, I'm I, like, basically, it was just like this declaration. Like, I am thinking for myself, obviously. I'm a grown-ass woman. But I don't have to agree with what, every, what, what people say is their truth. I used to because I wanted to get along or I wanted to feel safe and things like that. But I don't, I don't, I don't have to do that anymore. It, it is safe for me to have my own thoughts. It is safe for me to express myself the way that I express myself. It is safe for me to learn and explore and discover new things and new beliefs and new mindsets and new experiences. Like, it's okay. It, it is totally okay. And if and when my daughter comes to me, which I'm sure she will, because I'm definitely not a perfect parent, I feel comforted in the fact that at minimum she'll feel, she'll feel brave enough way before I ever would have felt brave enough to come to me and have that conversation if and when she feels like something, like, my truth is not her truth. And actually, she's done that before. Um, but I'm just saying, I'm thinking into her older years when she gets into her 20s and 30s or whatever, 40s, after she's kind of like had her own awakening. I'm sure there are going to be some things about me, about my lifestyle, about the things I did or said or how I behaved. Like, they're not going to jive with her 100%. I think that's another part of just adulting and maturing. Like, we shake off those things that we 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 thought were truths. But once we kind of get into the world and we, we, we just get a better understanding of who we are, like, we realize, hmm, you know, that's not me anymore. That's not me anymore. So I just wanted to drop this episode to remind you that you don't have to take ownership anymore of, of anybody else's stuff. Your parents, your partner, your, I don't know, your, your boss. Maybe it's your kids. Like you, you don't have to, you don't have to take ownership. You don't have to believe what they believe. You don't have to do any of that. Like it, it, it that's just what it is. Like a part of self-care is blooming into yourself and blooming into your own and and understanding like who really am I? What really do I believe? What values are important to me as a person? Like it's okay to 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 take some time and 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 think about that. And also to not be embarrassed or ashamed about what you may have thought were your truth before. Um because either you didn't know better or you just thought that that's how it had to be. Like we're all growing and evolving. Well, most of us, some of us refuse to do so. And that's, that's okay. You don't have to, but I know if you're listening to this podcast that you definitely are. Um, but we're growing and evolving. So there's no shame in that. It, there, there's literally no shame in that. Okay. All right. 
Well, this was the episode that I didn't know I had in me, but um, here we are. (laughs) So, um, yeah, that is it for this week's episode of the Brown Girl Self-Care Podcast. If I can ask for one eensy, weensy favor, if you haven't had the chance to do so already, I know you're busy, sis, but when you get a chance... If you could please leave a rating and review on um, iTunes or wherever you listen to the Brown Girl Self Care podcast, that would go a long way for me in um, helping to get the word out about the show. Oh, actually, um, I want to remind you before I forget that on Monday, February, I better get my calendar actually, on Monday, February. Monday, excuse me, on Sunday, February 26th, me and my girl Yolanda from Parenting Decolonized, as well as um, we're also in a very small sisterhood community called BFF, um, we are hosting a free book club. We're going to be discussing the book by Bell Hooks, Sisters of the Yam. I read this book maybe, it's been a few months I'm pretty sure maybe like three months or so ago, three or four months ago, maybe sometime last year. Y'all, this book is everything. This book is everything. If you have it, come to the book club. If you need to get it right now and you read, you know, or skim the, skim some chapters, come to the book club. If you don't even have the book, but you know you want to get it like later on in the year, come to the book club. Y'all, we're trying to do our best to 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 embody liberation and freedom for Black women, and that takes you. We 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 like I can't do it by myself. You can't do it by yourself. We need each other, and we need community, right? So I really want to see you at this book club. I'm gonna do my best to also mention it on next Monday's um, podcast episode. But I wanted to make sure that I mentioned it here. So I'm going to put the link in my in the um, show notes. Again, it's absolutely free. You just need to sign up for it. I believe it's going to be on Zoom, if I'm not mistaken. And I'm not sure, actually, now that I'm thinking about it, if space is limited. Because you know how sometimes Zoom has limits or something? I, I don't know. Uh, in any case, please come. Even if you don't have the book. Just so you can sit in 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 sisterhood with other black women. Okay? That's more important than anything else. Getting that good word in your ear, being in community with other b- beautiful black women, like that that's what it's all about as we discuss parts of um sisters of the yam. So, that is actually all that I have for today for the Brown Girl Self-Care Podcast. Thank you so very much for listening. I'm so glad that you're here. You're the best part of this community that we're building together. With that said, have a blessed week, and I will see you next Monday on the Brown Girl Self-Care Podcast.